Hello everybody and welcome back to Passports by Sportfoyer.com where we talk about the local sports that you do now and what you could do next. Your hosts, Dickie, Bobby and Johnny, along with their special guests, will share with you some useful tips, insights and their experiences in community sport from around the world. My name is Dickie and on today's show I am joined by my teammate Bobby. So what have you been up to this week then Bobby? Well, Fixing the house, COVID, putting a new garage door yeah. on, what are you doing this, this week? This week, just relining the boat, just done some fiberglass. You know about fiberglass? Nope. Oh, actually, I do when yeah. I used to put, fix my cars together with fiberglass there instead of welding them. So Back to your boat, about, mate. Hey, talking about terrain, we're talking about what today? We are talking about running, and that is a, that is a very broad subject, running. You can do running. How much running have you done this week? To the fridge? Ooh. None. (laughs) 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 No, as you know, I haven't done running for a long time. When I I stopped playing football after the ACL surgeries, I haven't done it for a while. But running is, is a very popular sport. A lot of sports require running if you want to be an athlete, right? Yep, it's the foundation of a lot of sports, isn't it? And it be- I, I used to like running. The only time I, I liked running, to be fair, was when I was chasing a ball. It could be a tennis ball, a football, a basketball. But if I've got to run for any other reason, I try and avoid it, to be fair. I, I just find it boring, but millions and millions and millions of people don't. And it's, it's a fantastic sport. I like watching the marathons and all that sort of stuff on TV and, and the Olympics. And there's so much to running. There's so many different aspects of running, isn't there? I mean, yeah, there is. You've got the Olympics. You've got all the competitive running, 200 metres, 400 metres, the, the 1500s. You've got marathons. You've got trail runs. You've got triathlons. All sorts going on. Yeah. Do you know, I've got friends that do a bit of, Bob, bit of everything. I've got a friend in, in England that done a um, kind of a marathon fundraiser for the NHS. And obviously, because of COVID, he'd done it in his house. So his family filmed hey. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. hold on, hold on. How do you do a marathon in your house? He bought the T-shirt. It came in the flat pack, in the post. Put the T-shirt <laughs> on. He had a number on the front. He had some, some running shoes. We'll talk about some running shoes later. And he went from one end of the house to the other. And the laps, they measured the laps. And, and I can't remember uh, how what the, the distance was. But he, he completed it and raised some money for the NHS. And that's why I wanted to share this story with, with everyone on the podcast today. Because, you know, given COVID and, and certain situations, you can still partake in, in a lot of different sports. And, and again, running. You can, again, you can run in your house. You can run on the spot. You can run outside. You can, there's, there's, there's so many ways to, to participate in running. Yeah, I think... Um... When you, when you look at the sports news these days, you've got so much going on. It's, 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 if someone wanted to get into running, into, into running in any, any shape or form, they've got a lot of choices. I mean, if you wanted to do competitive, you'd probably do the athletic scenery, the athletic scene, or maybe the marathons. Um, if you want to do it for a bit of fun, local running club, perhaps, or just get out there with a mate, or just get out there by yourself. I mean, you don't need anything to go running, either a pair of except for a bit of clothing and a pair of shoes and just go run where you like, isn't it? Yeah. You don't need to go with anybody. That's the beauty of it. 
it's get it's, and it's gotten popular in the social aspect of partaking in what they call a 3k or a 5k and you're seeing so many different groups here in the states just put them on whether it's for a fundraiser or just to partake in in it and mm. and it's again it's become definitely a social thing a recreational thing and when i say recreation it's it's not a competitive level where they're training for a medal or a place to qualify for another run yeah these marathons they they are literally everywhere now i mean i don't know how much it costs but um they are i've heard there's waiting lists i mean you want to get into one of the big marathons these days is waiting lists. that's how popular running's become because obviously people see the benefits for it so they're getting in through through their clubs or through their mates and these meetup groups or through their sports that they love and then they're signing up for these marathons maybe to raise money or just to compete they're very very popular and then you've got the you've got these events where um another way to get into it is through these events where you do a bit of biking a bit of swimming and a bit of running isn't it the triathlons have you seen the people that are doing that yeah i have I fit have. as i have here's here's what, what i used to think when when i talk about running back in my days at school and we talk about who the user could be when we went to secondary school we heard the word cross country didn't we that's what we heard yep. cross country and what that meant is you wore a white t-shirt from John Lewis, a pair of Kevin Keaton shorts <laughs> that were white, and a pair of plimsolls, and they wanted you to run on the heath. And that was our version of running, but they called it cross country, didn't they? Well, that's blisters, isn't it? You're coming back with blisters, stinging nettles on your legs, sweating, no shower, forgot my towel. Yeah, I remember those days, mate. Not going back there. Yeah. But, but I think, those, and those running shoes, like you said, the plimsolls, they had no cushion in them. Today's shoes, it's like running on an airbed. Yep. You don't even feel the ground. Well, hopefully our guest today will, will talk about that. But I think going back to who's it for, um, anyone. I think anyone can participate in it. We've seen it, you know, in, in some of the, the things they have here in the States with people just partaking in 5Ks and 3Ks. And like you said, running, I'm sure we'll come back to our listeners of this podcast and talk about, you know, maybe we have people that train for the, the stuff that you're saying that, you know, that is a bit of swimming. The Olympics. Yeah, or, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's a good topic. It's so broad. Yeah, I mean, the, the, you, when you look at the Olympics, a big chunk of the Olympics are, is running events, isn't it? Whether it be the 100-meter the the, the sprint's always the popular one, isn't it? That's running. Yeah. That's everybody wants to watch that. And who's going to win the, who's going to win the gold medal for the 100-meter sprint? Yeah. Who's going to get the four hundred? The relay. I like the relays. Relays. They, you know, cool. they they run around, pass about, and I think that's brilliant. Yeah. But I've never. I have to say, I have to admit, I've never done a marathon. I've I've gone out on the streets and run, and I, I tell you what, I do feel good. It's it takes a lot for me to get my shoes on and go out for a run on the street, or even go down the football field or down the down the park and have a run on the grass, which I enjoy more because it's feels a little bit more softer on my on my knees and my shins. But it takes a lot for me to get there. But once I get there and I'm doing it, afterwards, I feel amazing. Yeah. And I say to myself, I'm going to do this again. But guess what happens? I don't, don't, I don't do it for another it. three, four weeks. But, why, but let me yeah. ask you this, because everyone knows this, because we both played. You, you use the word, if you, you do it because there's a ball involved. That's why, you, that's why you, you, you're running. But there's some benefits Absolutely. to running and there's value to running. And, you know, what... 
what values and benefits did you get from just like you said, just going out for a run? Well, in those days when I was playing, I was doing multiple sports, playing loads of football, tennis, rugby, I mean, all sorts of stuff. I mean, surfing, you name it, cycling, road biking. I didn't have an ounce of fat on me, and I do, I couldn't, I couldn't put on weight for the want of money. I could, you know, I couldn't, and. I know metabolism, you know, deteriorates a little bit older as, as we as we grow older. <laughs> our metabolism, our our meta- the way we burn energy and burn fat in our bodies. You know, you're you, you're in sport. It just it just slows down, doesn't it? So we put on weight, we gather weight a little bit faster, a little bit quicker, and it's hard to shed it. Now, if I did what I did back then, now I'll be I'll be dead because yeah. I did so much. But the, what I got out of it back then was running, chasing balls around, where it was, whatever I was doing, it just felt good. It just felt, to, felt good to be moving. Mm. And don't, you just feel relieved. I got, if you're worried about something at work or you've had a stressful day, about something at home's happened or anything, you, you, you go out running for a two or three kilo, kilometers for about 15, 20 minutes. I feel good inside. Mm. I, feel, I feel de-stressed. I feel like I've, I've done some good for my body. Get a good night. Definitely get a good night's sleep, and we're obviously helping our cardiovascular system as well. So, how about you? What do you get out of it when when you run up and down the stairs once or twice? <laughs> no. Let's let's talk about my dream days when I was playing football. I was told that I never had an engine. I never knew what that meant, and I could like you talked about you know the Olympics and watching the hundred meters and stuff. I was more, you know, inspired by hundred meters. And I remember runners back in the day talking about the 1500. And I really wanted to do like the one lap and a half around my running track at school. So the benefits for me when I done running is I, it helped me in football last 90 minutes in a match where not only could I get box to box all day, but if it was a 50 Hold on, hold on. Hey! I've never seen you do box to box. Box to that box. That must have been before I met you. Yeah, I, I was told I never had an engine. So there was there was two right. two things, you know, sprinting to the ball and lasting for ninety minutes, and I think running explosive speed. Yeah, you had explosive speed. Yeah, uh, yeah, explosive speed, and you know the anaerobic and the aerobic was very important when when I was participating. So the benefits for me was how do I push myself more on the cardio, you know, aerobic mm. side. The anaerobic for me, I I always felt like I could get in like a fifty meter race with people, a hundred meter, whatever it, it was. And I enjoyed that, but what I struggled is lasting the duration. So running for me, yeah, I really pushed you, myself. You, you needed that anaerobic explosive speed because every time you give the ball away, you'd have to work double as hard to get it back in it. <laughs> you'd have to sprint <laughs> after the geezer, just take the ball off you every five minutes. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah I, mate, I've played with you long enough. You do all those tricks, all those little step overs. Someone takes a ball away from you and you've got to go chasing them down to get it back. Yeah, that's why you need that, mate. Yeah. After after, I'm glad over. you mentioned that, though. <laughs> Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that though, because I was the other way. I didn't really have explosive speed. I mean, a train could a train could get going quicker than me, off the mark. You know what I mean? But box to box, I used to be able to do that all day. That's why they used to just stick me in the middle and say, "All right, if if we're attacking, get up there. If we're defending, get back there." That's all you got to do. Just get your body in the way, innit? Don't know if I had any skill or anything, but that's what they used to say. So box to box was was. That come naturally for me, but the explosive part that seems like it come naturally to you, I couldn't grasp it. I didn't have that that kind of like burst off the mark. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that's the beauty of running. We've got all these different types that people can do. Do you want to go on a twenty four click? 
and um, go and run long distance through the hills? Or do you want to do sprinting and stuff? I, th- I think it's fantastic. Yeah. So I have to tell you, though, being here in Greece, I learned something the other day. You know, marathons started here in Athens. Hold on, hold Did you know on, that? hold on, hold on. We've had this, we've had this little discussion before. So come on, give us the history, and then. Yeah, buddy, I was uh, out having a chat with one of the natives the other day, and he was on a little jog whilst I was on a little walk, and uh, we had a little chat, and he said we're just talking about the history of the area, and he enlightened me, and I thought I thought it was like hot news, but apparently everybody knew about it. So anyway, Standard marathons were invented. <laughs> yeah, marathons were invented here. I'll I, I tell you the history. Uh, there's a place called Marathon, just uh, 42 kilometers, as it happens, north of Athens. The, when the Persians were invading the west, the Greeks stopped them, beat them, at, beat them uh, up at Marathon. It's one of the big battlegrounds. So the, the, the fella in charge, the general, sent one of his guys back to tell the bosses in Athens, look, go back in those days mate they didn't have text messages see you couldn't just send them a whatsapp so, so they, they got the bias, one they yeah? got a fella yeah they sent one of the buys and said hey lace up your lace up your running shoes or your flip-flops and get going mate and go and tell the bosses that we've won and tell them quick before they send you know before they start sending their ships out and having another battle he ran all the way from marathon to athens 42 kilometers which is basically 24 miles, isn't it? Which is the, the, the length of a marathon these days. And he did it in some amazing time. And that we're talking hundreds and hundreds of years ago, over 2000 years ago. And to this day, very day, they still do that marathon from marathon to Athens. That sounds How like, about that? That sounds like chalky, don't it? That's National Geographic for you right there, mate. That's <laughs> history. That's a history channel right there. <laughs> So let's let's get Chalky on, shall we? Shall we see if he if he's dialed in yet? And let's let's get the expert on and tell us all about his, his experiences in running because we're beating around the bush here a little bit, aren't we? I mean, mm-hmm. we're not running experts, but we do want to tell our listeners a little bit of useful information today on our show. So, um, uh, Chalky, are you doing? Chalky White, are you there? I'm here. Very pleased to meet you. I'm here. Hello, Chalky. Um, just to correct, um, correct before we carry on, it's twenty six point two miles, not twenty four. <laughs> and that and that and that two point two miles is a hell of a long way when you've done that far. <laughs> I bet it is, yeah. And that is why we have the experts on our show. The people that know what they're talking about because we don't. Thanks for joining us. So chalk. Yeah, thanks for joining yeah, us, mate. No and um you're from uh, I mean, you probably gathered. I mean, you know us, the sports that we've played in our life. Yeah. We, we're not, um, we can't run a lot. And so tell us, Joel, you, you tell us about um, your experience in running. What, what do you, how did you get, when did you get into running? How, why? What, uh, what's your experience in the last, since you've got in, and how did you get into it? Well, as you know yourself, knowing you as long as I have, we've always done sport. And, yeah. and then we stopped for a few years, like you always do, kids, and et cetera. And my son yep. used to play football, and I okay. s- and I used to jog a bit with a bloke, a chap at work, just literally a mile, if if that, and we were absolutely knackered. And then um, just for a bit yeah, of fun, a bit like, of fun just yeah. a little bit of exercise while this while you're about, tr- football training. Yeah, yeah, this is about seven okay. or eight years ago. And um, anyway, one of the parents in Jack's football team saw me the following week. He said he's seen on the internet. 
Facebook or I don't know, I can't remember where he saw it to. The Exeter Arena Running Club, where the athletics track is, were doing a free mm. taster session to go down for children to increase their fitness. I, we thought it'd be ideal for the boys to go and get some extra fitness for football. That's brilliant, isn't it? Doing a little open yeah. house free taster session for people to get into. So, brilliant. That's fine. So we went down in the following week and um, signed up. And Jack and Alfie absolutely loved it because they were running around doing different events. Unbeknownst to me, the guy that runs it is a guy I know from Tiverton. He's a caretaker at Jack's school. Um, <laughs> no way. A, you know, yeah, he, he, used to run way. For, he used to run for the South West, a very good runner in his time, but I hadn't seen him for years. Anyway, he said, hello, Ian, how are you? He said, um, have you got your stuff, your running kit? I said, nope, I haven't run for ages. He said, bring it next week. So the following week came, I I you got your stuff? Nope, I'm not bringing, no, I'm not, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm, not running, I'm not running around that bloody track. I was like, look at them all. I look a right idiot. <laughs> no, no, you won't. I promise you, you bring your stuff next week and we'll go through a session. Anyway, so the following week we went down. And I said, Dave. So you, you took your I stuff took this time, did you? And I said to Dave, what are you stuff? sure? You said you took your stuff. I, well, what I just took I, I had an old pair of trainers in the cupboard, what I already wear, like off the shelf, cheap rubbish. Uh, I had a pair of, <laughs> Was that a pair that I gave you years ago or a pair you stole from me? Well, I stole from me, yeah. And um, okay. it's one, yeah, and then some old football shorts I had and a, a football top. I had no running kit or anything. So, um, he said to me, what we're doing, the session they were doing that, that night with all the athletes was um, a mild warm-up jogging. And they do a lot of stretching exercises. Like, and um, they call them... Um, hold, hold on, hold on. A mile for a warm-up? A mile for a warm-up, yeah. <laughs> just over... Yeah. And then you do, like, all these stretching exercises, strides, for, like, 20 minutes. Then the session, and that particular session was called a pyramid session, where you run hard for... 100 meters then you get a 10 a 30 second recovery then it's 200 meters mm. 30 second recovery then it's 300 and so on up to 800 meters and then back down oh, again oh my okay days. and i said you've got no chance and this was your first yeah. session and i said you've got no <laughs> chance he said <laughs> he suggested i do the first three at my own pace and then stop and then what watch. did you say what did you I say? I said, can I just do two? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, well, do, do two and see how you feel. And then if you feel okay, do the third one. But don't be, don't race any of these guys. Just do it your own. Because the good, the good thing about where I go, they don't judge you. And there's all different shapes and sizes and speeds. So the quick ones are absolutely ridiculous. You can't even, I can't even drive a car that fast. <laughs> and the slow ones you've got half a chance of keeping up with them so anyway the first week my legs were dead and then he said during right. the week Ian I want you to go out and just do a mile from your house a mile even a mile and a half no more and then come back again next week and bit by bit I kept going and then I after about three or four months I decided to join the club and I kept on doing the track sessions and by that time after six months you could complete a session. Not fast, but you could complete it. 
the whole session. But a session is like an, a practice session, session, yeah? A practice hour, session for runners. The, the track session is an hour hard, really hard session where they are pushing you to the limit because you're in a confined area and they're pushing your okay. heart to the limit and your muscles. Or you can do a road run, the road running side of it, with different speeds, just for the social and the distance. But the track is all about no distance. It's just pure speed and um, your technique and your breathing, where your head's supposed to be, uh, you're positioning your head in the right place. They check your gait. So you're running. The, so some people have got some very strange running styles. They monitor that. And if they see something peculiar, they'll try and correct you to make you run faster. Well, a lot of people don't want to right. do that. They just want to basically run to get fit and they feel better in a group. Like a lot of... Now, can they do that, yep. though? Can, they they do can, yep. can, can someone join yep. your club and just exactly. do those basic things? Lots, okay. lot, every six months, they do... Um, they call it a transition group where people have just come to running, literally just thought about taking it up, and they'll come in and one of the coaches on the road running side will take them for a nine-week plan... Wow. And they'll get them running 5k after nine wow. weeks from from basically no doing, from doing nothing yeah so they'll walk a bit they basically follow the app called couch to 5k well, there's loads of other apps like it okay. but they start you off yeah and um and bit by bit that's pretty cool oh, that's well the club i go to so your your introduction to it was very, very gradual, gradual and it and you felt comfortable but, you felt comfortable about the gradual introduction yeah, to yeah. it and, and pace that you got um, involved exactly exactly that and there's no pressure they, they weren't trying to like my local club the um in Tiverton, they're more clicky and they're more um if you can run and you're fast you can join the club but if you just want to go and and get fit and try to start running they're not really interested because you're always going to hold them back because there's not so many in that club. So, so they they got oh, the numbers. Yeah. So some clubs have a different exactly. nature. Yeah. The some one, clubs have. The one I'm yeah, in, they just have different different objectives. The one yeah. I'm in is a big club, so they can just split the groups down to different speeds. And um, brilliant. And then they said to me, "Why don't you go and do this worldwide phenomenon, which is called Park Run?" It's on a Saturday morning. Park, park run. run Saturday mornings. They're all over the world. It's just it's just a five k race or run. You have people running with their dogs. Everything. So I went and did one of them. Yeah, you look it up on the. It's a worldwide thing at the moment. It's called Park so Run. So a couple of questions. Couple really? of questions and for you. When you say you signed up, you know, was it online or did you have to go down to a place like a facility? What for the park? For, what park? For, no, run? when you first got involved, did, was it? How did? How did how did you sign up? Was it online? Well, when I when I first found out about it, it was I saw I can't remember how Sean saw it actually. I think it's on Facebook, I believe. There was a free taster session, like I said, for juniors. Mm. And I and when I went down there, when I went to join, the first session for me was free. And if you want to come as a guest, it's four pounds a week. And if okay. you want to join. It, you pay a subscription, which is like £30 a year, and it's £2 oh, wow. a week. No um, way. Yeah. That is cheap. Yeah, yeah. And what you get, you get your facilities of the athletics track, which is a proper tartan tin, uh, proper track. I've um, been to that track. It's a, yeah, good, got, it's a good facility yeah, out there. For, for yeah. a local, yeah, it's brilliant. Um, um, you get showers, you get, and we get the meeting room. We have all our awards that's, there. We, that's all inclusive. Um, Man. All inclusive, and 
I have just um, and, and then after then I started going out on the road groups because I thought a bit more sociable. I can go out on the road because on the track, all you're doing is running as hard as you can and tra- following the person ahead of you. Okay. You don't actually yeah. get to socialise and get to meet them. So I went right. out on the road. I, I went in a slow group. I went in a 10-minute mile group to start with. And um, But there is a slower one, which is like, I thought, I'll try the 10-minute mile group. And I got friendly with a few people. And after two or three weeks, I realised I could go a bit faster. So I went to the 9.30 group, and I stayed there for six months. And I met some great people. And um, by them pushing each other, us pushing, we've gone on to do a bit faster still. We do long events together. Um, so a couple of questions. Uh, again, so it sounds like that. It sounds like this club has got a lot to it. I mean, it's so many oh, offers. Yes, Bobby, it, uh, it, it sounds a, like oh, it's man. got... It's a pretty good club, huh? It's got, it's got it so many different facets club. to it in categories of uh, people. And you've got the track and you've got the road running groups to find the group that suits you and well, the people that suits you and you know, at your moment, pace and speed. Well, at the moment, because of COVID, we can't run together, okay? And the club okay. can't run as a group at the, at the moment. So the committee are still running the groups because our club night is tonight, a Wednesday night. So every week they put an email out to us what our challenge is like we've, we've really? done this week i've done three things i've done a virtual race with four of us in a relay so i have to run my bit someone else runs their bit <laughs> somewhere else and we have to load all our times oh, onto the website so on yeah that's a uh, good idea and tonight my challenge um or the other night i had to do two and a half miles it's a two and a half it's a 4k relay race there's four of us in a team so I was put into a team of our age group, over 40s, and um, I ran along the canal. So I started the basin, canal basin. I ran as hard as I could for two and a half miles. And I have to say, I was dead at the end. So and, tell us how you feel. What, so that's how you got... T- t- what other benefits are you getting from this chalk besides you've met is, people, you, it, you're part of a group now? Right. How if do you feel? Had, I mean, it, Your mental health, everything. If you've had a bad day at work, Whatever it is, you just go out for a run, even if it's only a mile, and you just clears your head. Mm. Nothing, nothing can just distract you. You meet some great people. Um, your fitness. Has it helped you, anything? Basic... Your fitness. Yeah. Has it helped any? Uh, has oh, it helped, has Running helped in any other parts of your life, your work, or just being around at home doing things. I mean, has it helped in any, any other departments of your life? Besides, um... you know, because let's say. You know, you decided to get into another sport. If you've got a, f- a good foundation of of, of uh, fitness from running, you could just walk straight into that sport, couldn't you? I mean, look, uh, yeah, if, if it's well, a physically I, demanded sport. Well, I used to play football, as you know, and even up until four or five years ago, I was playing um, twice a week, five a side. Yeah. Indoors and outdoors, indoors in the winter, outdoors in the summer. And I, whether it's my age, I don't know, I was always getting injured. Like I've got kicked and I broke my metatarsal, my my foot, bone in my foot. I've broken mm. ligaments in the knee, not as bad as um, Bob or anything, but um, I've just done so many like twists and turns, rolling mm. my ankle. So mm. I thought I've given all this. I used to play badminton. I used to get rolling. Yeah, my you used to play a lot of badminton. I used to play a lot of badminton. Yeah. Um, and I was always getting injured, but this here, touch wood, I don't get injured. <laughs> but very rarely, I just. And you uh, think that's, that that that's might be a, 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 now, isn't it? But but you think that that 
the fact that you're not getting injured so much might be due to the fact that your running's improved and it's making you stronger. Yeah, you jo- yeah? Okay, yeah, cool. Definitely, yeah. Well, it's it's probably got, got to do with your equipment, sorry. though. What kind of equipment do you use? You, you said yeah, your yeah, trainers, definitely. you said your well, football shorts. What do you well, what I, well, going back to the trainers, like I said, I had a cheap pair of um, Tony Price My shoes. trainers. My Tony shoes. Price, Tony Price trainers, all these run-in-the-mill Babington shoes. And they're rubbish because obviously they give you blisters and not good for your feet. Like there's no cushioning, no support. And I was at the running club and I spoke to Dave. I said, what do I do with my shoes? Look at them. He said, there's a running shop in Exeter down by Southam. He said, it's called Runner's Need. He said, get down there on their treadmill and they'll measure your gait. And they'll look at you and they'll check your running style and they'll find the shoes. They'll give you the shoes that fit your feet and your um, your gait, because everyone runs different. Someone run, like, over-pronate, out, you know, so you run, someone run on the heels inside. And yeah, Bobby runs step. backwards most of the time. <laughs> yeah, well, they'll put, they can yeah. put, they give you insoles to correct it. I thought only gave... ski shops did all this no, stuff around it's your foot. Mental. It's so scientific. And is it expensive? Is it on, you... they, is there a range? No, no, no. no. Um, well, there's, there's, it's limitless. But, you but what can, if you're on a budget? What can, what right, can you, you get, can in, go, what can you get you into can, the game for? You can go from 50, 60 pounds up to wow. 500. What's that in Look, dollars? About $750, $800. Blimey. <laughs> so a pair of trainers. The what, the ones, they make you a cup of tea halfway around or something? Well, the current, the best ones at the moment are just ridiculous. So I think they're about 300, yeah. Um, they've got they like better car- come with Bluetooth. Yeah, does, they yeah, better come with Bluetooth <laughs> and a free Starbucks. They've got a carbon fibre blade <laughs> on them in the middle of the cushion. <laughs> what, is, what does that do? As, as you run, it when you land, it stores energy in the carbon fibre and as you take off again, it lifts your heel off the ground That's and makes you run faster. Serious, that is fast That's, so, That's robotic. It is <laughs> crazy. That's Terminator Five, isn't it? Hey, enough my, about this. Enough but the about ones this, I mate. use are just my, the ones I use is um, run of the mill. But I think I pay about hundred pounds a month. That's so still beautiful. You get, but you can get a pair if if someone's just starting out. Can you get a pair you of get, shoes for thirty quid? Thirty it, bucks. Easy. 30, okay. Exactly. But yeah. Tell us definitely. quickly. Um, we just want to we want to come back to a lot of this stuff that you're talking about. I mean, what right. you've told us about how to get into your club and and how easy it was and smooth and, and what your club offers i mean i heard you mention coaches and different training groups and it's so much more to talk about here and brilliant but tell us quickly um some of the events that you have done that if somebody got into running and they wanted to get out and do a couple of events right the first what sort of events would you recommend anyone, for terms of beginners the first thing I'd advice that whoever where they are in the world go on the internet and type in park run it's free okay to anyone um you sign up if you want to, to, if you want them to monitor your time, you sign up and they'll give you um, a barcode number. And when you've run and done your race or the race, you hand it over and they'll scan it and they'll give you their official time. Um, that's free. That's 5K. That's every Saturday morning. Not at the moment, though. Um, but there's so many events. It, um, you can start at 5K, 10K. Um, what would a beginner start at? 5K? 5K. 5K. So two miles? Two, and a half two three miles? miles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And would that be that could be on the road, it or it could be, be over anything. the hills through the forest? Um, most okay. events now um, uh, they've got. If you start like a half a marathon, 
Although on that day, there'll be a half marathon, a 10K and a 5K race. And they'll always have a, a mile for the children, for the juniors. That's great. Right. And what, what are those things? And what would you say the composition is of, of uh, the, the demographics of your club is when it comes to adults, to children? And, we, you know, the, what do you have, males to females? It's about, what would you what, say? What, how, much, how many of each, roughly? Well, yeah, what's the percentage? Is it 50 50 uh, on male, female? Is it mostly males? Yeah, it's no, you'd be surprised. 60 40 male, I would have thought. We've got a, we've got a lot balanced. of women, oh. and we've got about 35 40 juniors. As a percentage, what would you say? Well, it's about 30 40% or no, 50% about, of your club? Yeah, what is like, that? We've got 300 members, so yeah, about 15 20%. Oh, it's about yeah. 10 Okay. But you cater for everybody. Everyone. Every, uh, from young every to shape old. Of, our youngest is um, five. And, the, wow. and the, you can't go, they will not let them, the juniors, run on the roads with the road groups until they're uh, 16. Because health and safety, safety too. I got what. I got one last question, okay. mate, for me anyway. I don't know if Bobby's got, Bobby will, Bobby will quiz you all day if he, had, if, he, <laughs> if he could. But what does it cost to do a marathon? If I wanted to do a 5K, what would it cost me? Um, varies. And if I wanted to stop, could I walk? You, do I, have, no, I don't have to no, run no, the whole you, way? You, you know, that's a big um, You can it vary. On the, on the whole, the average 10K costs about £15. And for that, that's, that's it. Wow. 15 to £20. Depends, wow. depends where it is. What, if it, you, you can pay £20 and you'll get a better medal. Um, they'll get, you get a medal in. <laughs> so, yeah, so, but one event I did this year, <laughs> I hope you both sat down. Um, all you've got was a pasty, <laughs> <laughs> and, you have to, and you have to run 20 miles you together. You do a marathon at the end, you get a pasty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is fun. That's all you've got. Was that in Cornwall then? Was it? No, it wasn't. Was that in Cornwall? Did you get a Cornish pasty? No, it wasn't in Blue Cornwall. <laughs> It was in Seton. That is funny. Well, Chalk, we're running out of time here, mate. um, It's been been fantastic having you on the show. Thank you so much for your time coming on. We'd love to have you back. Yeah, let us know, yeah. In a little bit more depth. Yeah. What do you think, Bobby? I want to have you. We've probably got a thousand more questions for Chalk, haven't we? I want to find out about how you came and returned to, to... play i guess with with covid and running and and it seems like there's been a lot of cool things that you've been able to figure out during covid so i want yeah, to i want to hear about all of that stuff on another show and how you guys have returned. yeah it's fine yeah all right chalk well thanks mate and uh it's good catching up with you again and keep on running and uh you never know you might see me and bobby at one of your marathons in the future um but we're going to get some tips and some training from you first <laughs> okay all right, mate. Speak. Talk. That's fine. See, see you later. later. Yeah, speak to you guys soon. Take it easy, man. Thanks again. No worries. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Man, that... Bobby, I can't believe all the <laughs> stuff that uh, Chalky's Club offers. That's fantastic. I was left for words. It? I was left for words. Carbon fibre in your feet. Can you believe that? I thought they only put that stuff in space three. Couldn't believe it. But, but, that, but all the things that you mentioned that uh, I just really liked his story about how he got into the club and how welcoming and how how they eased him in nice and slowly, knowing that he he wasn't a runner. And now he's been doing it for God knows how many years. He loves it and he's he's fit as a fiddle. 
and um, all these different options. These clubs yeah. are fantastic. I mean, I can't and, and the, the cost, cost. I couldn't believe the cost. What did he say? What did he say the price was? A year, and then it's two pounds, um, kind of through, through that, or you pay like four pounds a week. There was different price plans, but bottom line is there was no way with everything that he was saying that it's just it was just incredibly cheap. Does that make sense? Yeah, the most expensive thing was the shoes, <laughs> wasn't it? If you get carbon fibre in it and you want to, what do you say, you take off, you land, you jump or something and you go? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if I'm paying 300 bucks for a pair of shoes, mate, they need to be gold plated, don't they? Come on. If you've got a pair a little of shoes gold plated and they're that, you would have told me that because you would say, do you know, I beat you today, innit? And you would have gone in the locker room, feel that, and <laughs> you go, feel that. And I go, what's that? And you go, hey, can't tell, innit? Can't tell. Yeah, and you probably you probably you'd probably half inch them and steal them anyway. I'd see you wearing them. You you'd be you'd wear them down the down the basketball pitch and do some basketball with them. We're wearing my, my gold plated shoes anyway. Um, just just brilliant. I'd like to learn more about marathons. Actually, marathons are so big and the events are getting so huge in the triathlons. Um, maybe we can get chalk on the show again in the future and and, and get someone that does a, does some of these triathlons as well and have a little round robin chat about that. That'd be brilliant. Yeah. But the the cost unbelievable. It's just, uh, I think that's fantastic. And I don't know how these clubs run this on this budget, but keeping a cost low like that and getting everybody involved in the community, that's just what we want, we want to hear, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and then I think that's what talks about our next topic, which is off the field and what makes a good community sports club is, is keeping some of those things like Chalky said. Everything was pretty organic. You know, he didn't say he uh, Googled it. He just kind of, you know, came across it. He had a really good story about how naturally it happened. There was no pressure. And I think that's what makes a good sports club, you know, engage, you know, new, new users and also cost, right? I think I think once, you know, he got involved, he became passionate and was willing to spend more money as he progressed. But what makes, again, off the field topic yep. is that entry, getting people in at a very low cost, very supportive, um, you know, it, it doesn't sound like there was a lot of marketing online. It was very done word of mouth. And I think now he's in a place where, you know, he's involved a lot with, with technology and inputting scores and relays. But I think his entry into mm. it, that it was, what made a good sports club is just keeping it very simple, right? I think what you heard was simple. And that's what makes a good, a good sports club. Yeah, I think I agree. And, uh, community clubs, whether they've been around for a long time, which it sounds like Chalkies has as an example, and they've just done a really good job at keeping costs low and got a good reputation, they grow by word of mouth. They grow by reference, just like you said. But, but, but also, they must be, and it's a topic for you and I can discuss at another time, they must be doing other things to raise money, you know, fundraisers and stuff to keep the costs low, which I think that is fantastic. You know, go out there and, and use your membership to activate them to get some money. And I think that's a key component of a good club, activating your membership in different ways, getting everybody together, doing some fundraising, doing some social events outside of the sport itself. It just make that's the whole definition yeah. of a club, isn't it? Bringing everybody together, socializing, having a good time. But if you are a new club, um, a little bit different. You haven't got a reputation to, to, to bounce off, to build off. What are some of the things you would say, Bob, 
that a new club would have to start off with. I mean, to, to, to get a bit of traction in any community, regardless of what sport they're in, what would you say that they they should consider and get once they get going out the game? I think they've got to have a... If I was, if, for example, if I... I think they've got to go have ahead. a strategic plan. And the strategic plan has to be goals that they can obtain in the, th- the first three to five years. You know, it sounds like the, the group that obviously mm. Chalky's in is well more established. That's why his dues are much lower because there's no way they're running those showers off of £2 a week, are they? So, <laughs> so, so, so I think for a new, new group, and, and I think we've had some conversations in the past about this, is, you know, you may apply for grants maybe the first couple of years, you don't get it, and maybe you keep applying and you keep doing some things and looking at revenue streams, but you've got to have a plan in, in place and work on that, that plan for a new club you can't you know yeah like, like any, any business, business. I suppose, if you isn't start it? taxing i guess the members it makes it hard to sustain the product and and facilitate the growth of that community club so then you've got to find a happy balance and you've got to be committed especially as a new club to your long-term goals not necessarily your short-term goals one of the challenges bob that i found that I know we keep making reference to Chalky's Club, but rightly so, because it sounds like they're doing a bloody good job. They happen to have a very good facility. I've been there. I've actually done events there uh, in a previous previous job. But um, they have a, an excellent facility, so Chalky's very lucky in that regard, and their club's very lucky in that regard. I think one of the challenges for any new club trying to start out or break into a community is finding facilities, isn't it? Find, if it's finding sports fields or finding gym space or finding studio space, that's a tough nut to crack yeah, these days, and I isn't think it? maybe if you're a new club, you can, again, we talk about strategic planning, you may, may want to partner with an existing uh, other group that, that's there. Do you know what I mean? So, that's a good idea, yeah, just to get yeah, started. Just kind of get yeah. started, partner with another group and, and build off of, of that foundation. So, you know, there's a lot of ideas to get a group going. And, and also, maybe you don't need, based on a running group, I just since we're talking about running, I know we're talking off the field today, but, you know, a running group may not require you to even have a, 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 a facility. When you talk about a good sports club, you know, you can have brick and mortar or you don't need brick and mortar. A lot of places of, of businesses, True. I don't want to mention any businesses because we're not sponsored by them. And if we were sponsored by them, we could give Chalkies two pounds, but um, they don't have brick and mortar and they're still <laughs> successful. Does that make sense? Yeah, so many organisations rent or just use as they need, or don't even don't even rent. They just hey, let's meet up here and let's get together as a meeting point and go out and do our thing. Agreed. Um, but those that do need facilities um, just have to get get in line, I suppose, and get behind everyone else in the marketplace to, to, to find those facilities that they need. Because a, I know it's it's a challenge to find them. B, it's a challenge to get to rent them and have all the all the necessary papers and documents to rent facilities these days especially from the local governments so that is one of the tough ones but from a business side i think you you hit it hit nail on the head put a plan in place make sure you've got at least a two three year plan have a little have a little float bit of money to get you part you know get you through the rainy days so no different to start in any business and just do some of the things take note of some of the things that chalky mentioned yeah. that his club does isn't it and it sounds like um that that's a very good example right there of how how a club sh- how you could em- a club that you could emulate 
you could say, let's try and be, let's try and do some of the things that they do. And that should yeah. put well, you look, in I good think state. we can talk about this all day. I think it's a great topic. We may need to come back to it. We may actually need to add a guest to it. Sure. But uh, given our listeners have been, been, been on for a while yep. and they've heard some cool stories today, uh, should we wrap it up? Absolutely. And uh, I'll see you next week, Bobby. Well, everyone, that's about it for today, as it's full time by his clock watch and extra time by mine. Thanks to all of you that have tuned into this week's show. We hope you enjoyed it and please come back again soon.